Welcome to the Keeping It Business Podcast. I'm Adam Payne, a multiple small business owner, business mentor and growth coach, and your host here on Keeping It Business. Okay, so I'd like to introduce Sarah Palmer Granville from SPG Interior Design. I'm not going to say a lot about her because I'll let Sarah introduce herself and her business. Um, so over to you, Sarah. All right, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I'm Sarah. Um, my business is SPG Interior Design. Um, I'm literally just uh, coming up for 12 months uh, since I started the business. I'm an interior designer for 25 years. I'm probably over that now. It makes me feel really old. Um, uh, mostly in the commercial side. So uh, a lot of leisure and hospitality. Um, looking at um, also offices is, is another one that I'm doing a lot of work with at the moment. Um, I work from concept to completion. So I'll start a job as soon as an idea springs into somebody's somebody's head I can work for, work with that initial idea that the client has and then bring it through to a completion so that's full drawings AutoCAD drawings technical details um, as well as the finishes uh, making sure that it looks good but works good as well okay. um, project management on site um, all the way through to snagging it at the end and telling the contractor that's not good enough do it again so um, yeah, it's uh, full turnkey package. Say again, sorry. Full turnkey package, then really. Totally, yeah, yeah. Excellent. So I think I've always said that I'm a bit of a jack of all trades. I, you have to have your head in so many different things as an interior designer. Similar uh, architectural role as well. Obviously, they've got the more technical side on the build and everything, but you you, you work very similarly. Similarly. <laughs> to an architect because um, you've got to know everything that's going on. So you're okay. dealing with clients, contractors, consultants, so structural engineers and quantity surveyors, um, health and safety. Um, it's mind-blowing sometimes. Yeah, and I can imagine that because uh, uh, the different uh, style of characters within that as well, uh, uh, from a communication point of view, and um, how can I say, dealing with some construction, ex-construction, so I'm ex-construction as well, uh, mining and, uh, and that side, uh, you do get some characters. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, the the management of them is a, is always an interesting one, but we'll come back to that. So, first question for uh, and I ask this of everybody: high and low of the past week. This week, last well, so I say last week because at the beginning of week now, but last week was a very good week for me. Um, I often have a low of. Um, Imposter syndrome creeps in usually yeah. at some point during the week. Um, and it's not necessarily over designing it. That's usually to do with um, business side as well. I, how am I running this business? <laughs> how, how, I don't know what I'm doing sort of thing. You often feel like that. But last week, I didn't get that quite so much. But it's because I was busy. I have a project, I had a project on, on the guy and a deadline on Friday. And um, I had a whole drawing package to get out for Friday. So 
and so when I'm busy I'm usually a little bit more focused and I can shut that imposter out so the high was getting my drawing package out on Friday um, doing it before four o'clock so that I could celebrate my mother's 90th birthday with her on Zoom. Fantastic. Oh, right. Fantastic. Yeah, so we had um, 10 people, 10, well, 10 screens, more than 10 people, children, grandchildren, grandchildren talking on Friday, but that's by the by. Um, the, it was good that I could get my drawings finished for that. Hello, I can't, it's at, there's nothing really coming. Last week was a good week. Good. Okay. Last week that's was good, a really good week. That's um, good. Don't, yeah. don't worry about it. That's not that's going for alone. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. If there ain't one, there ain't one. The, um, as it, because I find this, it, 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 we've spoke about this before, and I, um, particularly at the minute, because we, we get a lot of quiet downtime, uh, the imposter syndrome starts coming in more because we're not focused. And when I'm focused and when I'm, in flow it just move, i just move and keep moving and keep moving um and i don't get anything um have you is it have you always had that or is it just is it more been more always always yeah. i've always thought there's always somebody better than me there's a, everybody's doing it better than me um i'm just muddling through i'm i'm just waiting for somebody to go you don't know what you're doing, do you? You haven't got a yeah. clue. <laughs> so this is that. This is that we've spoke about the the, the old chimp paradox of the chimp because I know yours is Gilbert. Gilbert, yes, Gilbert. Gilbert, you... naughty little bugger. <laughs> so how do you go about um, managing that? I don't want to go, I don't want to spend too long on this, but how do you go about managing that? Because you know, because we've probably got people that are listening that probably do have that. How do you go about managing that? Yeah, what I tend to do is, if I mean, I I know we've spoken about it. It was not long after we'd locked down, I think, and I had a particularly bad day with feeling like I just why why am I doing this? Why did I leave my job? But I always got a decent pay that was coming in month after month to jump into something that you haven't got a, a clue. And I know this is it gets that bad. It's like you you you're not doing it what business how do you think you are a business owner how can you actually think that that's you're doing a good job and when that sets in it brings me down as well i quite i get quite low with it um and if i'm that low i have to move away from the business completely um i have to do something different um i think that Day, I actually threw myself into some drawing, just some, um, it was technical drawing. I was teaching myself how to use um, 3D modeling, SketchUp. And um, I just threw myself into something that was familiar, basically. I think that's what, that's how I deal with it. It's either something familiar or take myself away from the situation completely. Yeah, just a, 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 the distraction side. That's okay. That's a, I can remember that post. I can remember the post on, on saying I'm, I'm uh, I think you. I can't remember whether. I think you asked around. Does anybody want to to learn about SketchUp and something like that? So that might have been after you've actually learnt yourself. 
<laughs> especially the way though is I, and I could see that he's uh, digressing here but I could see some aspect yeah seven years but then again you think well okay if you look at it from the your life span of where it's going to get in everything like that seven years isn't that bad you don't really look at it like that when you're sort yeah, of you 15 16 17 no, you you're just yeah. going oh my god that's an age yeah now I noticed from the interior design career you were doing corporates and things like that in the companies and then there was this business owner bit in between and i yeah. think it was freelance so, a couple okay. of years yeah. yeah so i started i mean i got i left college in 94 went straight to work for marston's brewery within in their in-house design team Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed that job. That was it was an ideal job. Design. We were we were fairly we were left alone to be honest. We got on. We just did what we wanted, and I was there for four years. And um, it was I was gutted when the whole team was made redundant. They wiped the team out basically. We got taken over by Wolverhampton and Dudley and uh, they wiped the, the in-house team out. So I had a, an, a period where it was a lot of turbulence, there was a lot of redundancy. I was, I, I'd lost my job at the brewery, then I went in a small practice that led straight in from that, lost my job from that, then went to another place. Um, they were doing office interiors. Um, that wasn't really, it wasn't really a suit. It was the company more than the interior job that was, it wasn't really a suit, but they helped me set up my own business. Oh, right. uh, so they gave me a space for the first six months within their office that I could use and I could use their computers and so on and so forth. So I think from memory, but this is going back because it's going back 20 years that they also let me use their because uh, I've got a company car at that time. So I think I let me have the company car for that six six month period as well. So that although it wasn't a good fit for their company, they helped me a lot to set up my own business. And it was more freelance side that was, um, and I did it for two years. It it was too soon for me. Um, yeah. I would have been late twenties. And it just didn't, it didn't gel with me at that time. I, I wasn't confident enough. Yeah. Um, I wasn't confident enough to go out networking, which is very, the only sort of networking at that time that I'd seen was massive, massive network groups that were like packed of people with suited and booted. And, and I'm like, oh, this isn't me. <laughs> this isn't me. I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> it was like, I was like a cat, uh, rabbit in headlights. I was just like, couldn't do it. And I was working from home on my own. Um, and I found it very lonely. And I just, yeah. I just didn't like it. Um, so I went back into employment. Yeah. And that's when I went into, it was retail for a while after that. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I did it. It was it was definitely yeah. it was something that I needed to go through that process because um, I just knew that I needed to learn more before I went back to it. 
Yeah, so fantastic learning curve from that point totally, of view. Totally, Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that for me around the, the, I wish more businesses would be like that business in, if it's not a fit, well, we'll help and, you know, you can yeah. use, use our uh, utility services and things like that. Because that, that is, it's unheard of, isn't it, really? That's, I mean, some of the, some of the things now with the small businesses, uh, these business hubs, I think, are a fantastic way. Okay, yeah. yes, you're paying for the service, things like that. But again, it's, it helps you from an office place point of view. But also the other factor of what you were saying around there is that you I'm are sure. with people and there's that social side. So you don't feel on your, on your own yeah. because it can be a bloody lonely place. And that's, for me, that is not size, business size related either because execs, senior execs, um, it can be a very, very lonely place mm-hmm. uh, within these roles. Um, and, and the social aspect peer group uh, yeah. working that's why these mastermind i think mastermind groups are working totally totally and that's something uh, i'm going to be looking at within the business growth company yeah uh, getting um, groups of uh, of people that want to be involved in just sitting down and talking and solving a problem and chewing the cud <laughs> yeah absolutely so Coming back, yeah, so you've been yeah, the interior design side, you've been out no toys about it, uh, loads of experience from that side. What made you start the business up then in 12 months ago? So I, I do it sort of tend to go back a bit further um, yeah. like, as I did with the, the previous um, uh, self-employment. I, um, as we've spoken about before, I uh, had a, I burnt out about four years ago. Um, There was too much going on with my job. Uh, There was a lot going on at home. My partner, Sam, had broken her ankle. She had been immobilized for 12 months, going through several operations. My parents lived locally to us at that point. My dad had dementia that was getting quite um, advanced at that point. So they were leaning on us quite heavily as well. And the workload at work was just going up and up and up and up. And um, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I like to solve people's problems. I like yeah. to solve problems. I like, don't like saying no. So I was like taking it all on. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. I was also training for a triathlon, which was my, I think was my first triathlon as well. So I was like, there's nothing like piling the pressure on. So, um, and, and it got too much. We got to the point where Sam had an operation um, on the one day and I wasn't, I dropped her off to have the operation and uh, she, uh, she had the operation, I went back, but she had to wait at the hospital because I had to get some work done right. before I could go back. And... I went back, obviously picked her up. Everything was fine. She was fine. Everything was fine. But the next day I was supposed to be traveling to South Wales to a meeting and be away for a couple of days. And I was like, it suddenly dawned on me that night, through the night, because I wasn't sleeping, that this is absolutely ridiculous. What are you doing? Yeah. You are putting your job ahead of your partner's health. 
um, and I crumbled. Yeah. I couldn't. I I got up. Sandwich fast asleep. I got up. I don't know what time it was. Probably three o'clock in the morning, something like that. And I wrote my boss an email. I said I can't come in. I can't do this. I have. Um, I. Um, I've got. I can't do anything without crying. Uh, and I literally. I. I. It, it probably took me about an hour to write that email. And. Yeah. Um, I sent it and I said, I'm going to the doctors and they signed me off and I was off for three months. Yeah. But that was four years ago. Yeah. Um, I then went back to work. I was phased back into work, carried on fine. Everybody was very softly, softly to start off with. And it's like, I put too much pressure on her, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Look, I'm fine. I'm fine now. It's okay. You don't have to pussy foot around me. Yeah, I know you. Um, I just took on too much. I, it's not that I can't take the pressure. It's because I was trying to take too much pressure. Yeah. Um, so I carried on, and and everything went back into a normal routine at work, and that, but always in the back of my head, I was like, I don't know. I shouldn't be doing this. This is I. I the the there clients are uh, seasonal so it's haven holiday parks predominantly so through the winters very very mental absolutely mental yeah, yeah, yeah. round um traveling to the coast once a fortnight once a week if you've got two sites on two different places which is, this is what happened the year before i finished so i've got it was i could feel it building i could feel those levels of anxiety and um concern start to build again through the winter of 2018 and i can remember it clearly the day that i decided that i was quitting my job i was driving into work i'd probably been on site the day before and i was driving into the office sparrow fart it would have been really early and um it's really weird it was um i'm not a take that fan but take that a shine came on and i was listening to the words and it was like just crack on sort of thing just do what do what's good for you crack do yeah yeah and i was like oh my god i've got to quit my job i've got to quit my job uh, i mean i'd been mulling it over but this was the point where i was like i'm gonna do it Oh, yeah. Uh, and I called Sam and said, I'm going to have my notice in. She went, oh! <laughs> just, <laughs> um, but she says, look, if that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. And it probably, and I did it within the next day. I came home. I didn't do anything at work. I did my day's work because that's the kind of girl I am. I'm conscientious. I just get, I've got to get my work done. I've got to get it done. So this was in the February, the last February. And um, I handed my notice in and he didn't accept it. Oh. <laughs> he was, I think you need to think about it. And it because it can put bolt out of the blue. I've been with the company for nearly 12 years. Yes, um, okay. Yeah. I'm quite a, uh, I was quite a, um, res obviously respected, but also relied upon member of the team. And um, so he said, after that, take the weekend to think about it. I said, I don't really need to think about it. I'm doing this. And he's like, no, take the weekend to think about it. 
I was like, well, it's not going to change. I literally, that was it. I got to that point. I'm like, no, that's it. So, and I had to work a long notice anyway, because I'd been there 12 years. And I got a job finishing at the end of May. Um, because So I said, look, I'm, I'm going to work until the end of May. Okay. Uh, I'll get the job done. I'll get it complete. I'll get it snagged. And then I'm going. And eventually, I think it was about a month to six weeks later, eventually realised she's not messing around here. She's actually going to go. She's actually going, yeah. But I had the security uh, of knowing that, and he said it straight away, that he would work with me, that I would have freelance work into that company. So I knew I'd got some money coming in yeah and so yeah that's basically the 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 short story is it's mental health (laughs) mental health sent me into self-employment and the number of people i've said that to and they've gone well that's not self-employment's not good for your mental health (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna ask you so what's been the biggest learning curve on that one (laughs) It's, uh, I, for all its um, self-employment, for all its pressures and the imposter syndrome and and the different pressures, I am still much happier and much less stressed than I was in a full-time job, in a job that was taking me from one end of the country to the other once a week. Um, every week through winter from November to March um, and constant pressures from a boss, uh, a very strong, willed, opinionated boss, um, clients and everything else. I mean, like I was saying earlier, as a designer, you're communicating with probably not hundreds, but tens of people on any one project. Um, there's a lot going on. So I was like, nah, I've had enough of this now. I'm so much happier now. Even on my lowest days, I'm so much happier now. Glad I did it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's good. There was something that popped into my mind there is, um, what do you think has given you then, that self-employment side that, from the employed side it's freedom the freedom freedom yeah and 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 control is the other thing okay that's what i was wondering wondering. it's um i can choose when i work i can choose if i'm gonna lay in and work later or if i'm gonna do some work over the weekend which when i when I was working full time, I was so knackered at the weekend, I couldn't do anything. So I was recouping through the weekend to get ready for the next week. Um, but also not, ha- not having to second guess what somebody else wants other than the client. Yeah. It was like I'd got two clients constantly. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, my boss, he was great. He's been great to me. He's, 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 he is a lovely fella. He's a great guy. 
and he'd be the first person to admit he's really difficult to work for. <laughs> well, the thing for me is, is, is that uh, if you didn't get on and you didn't like each other, you wouldn't have been there for 12 years. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, so, so you know, that's just it. He, he, I think you can have these... Uh, when I look at strategy, when we do strategy, there'll be a number of people, there might be a number of people that listen to this that I know that I've worked with a strategy with and where we board the leadership team in here and I've said to the team, right, you may not like one another, uh, but you're all in here together. You've all got to be aligned together and you leave this room completely aligned around what you're doing, what you're going to be doing. So mm. you can argue, disagree in here, but as soon as you get out, we're completely aligned. So we want yeah. total agreement. And those sort of relationships, are, 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 you know, you've got to build on those sort of relationships. So you may not like one another, but the working relationship works because, you know, you have that... Um, open and honest way of doing it uh, you know so no you wouldn't have stayed there would you and if, no, if you if no. you didn't get on and and then i mean there was it was a very the whole workplace is um huge it was family atmosphere in there really was always had been um and you either you i've been there for 12 years you see people come and go and designers in particular sometimes have got some some big egos going on um and 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 opinions and that's fine that's absolutely fine whereas i'm a little bit more reserved i'm happy to go with the flow a little bit with people and bob and weave some people just don't want to do that and no this is my design this is what it's going to look like and that's it well my boss is like that as well so, so it's like they were banging heads and those people were sort of, they didn't last very long yeah, yeah. and that and says it all but I was uh, I enjoyed working there although it was high pressured a lot of the time um, and everybody was such a great bunch of people that we all pulled together we got there and we go yeah okay it's not today's not such a good day this is happening that's happening but it's fine yeah, it's all for the best, and we always we pulled we turned out some great jobs. Some of the stuff is is, is absolutely amazing, and a lot. Yeah, of I've been that, some of the Avon stuff. Pushed us forward. Yeah. What was that? I've been to some of the Avon sites that obviously were my kids uh, when they were younger. Um, mm. You know, when uh, I think it was Devin Clifton's Yarmouth Caster, uh, yeah. they'd some of those have been revamped and that sort of thing. They're, they're, they're fantastic. Yeah, so I can't knock. Hopton, uh, just outside of Yarmouth. Yeah. One of my one of the two jobs that I was doing. Yeah. Before I left. Yeah, nice. Uh, um, it was a big old job that one. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, we've been to. We went to uh, Hopton uh, when they were younger. The um, which would be before because 2018, if that was, and we were there before that because my kids are 16 and 18 now. Um. What was I going to say to you? Do you think the freedom and that ability to have the control, you're working with your ideal clients, you're working with the clients that want to work with you, as uh, has helped with the uh, mental health side? Definitely. Definitely. But, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of work back with, it's ledger concepts in, in Kenilworth. They, they're the lion's share of what I've done since I've been self-employed has been freelancing into them. I was working through the winter, but only one site. So 
that was first off that's the first control that i i had as i it would i would have been doing more jobs if i'd have been in the office yeah i was able to say no i'll do one job for you and, and that's it because i am trying to build a business i'm trying to get other clients um so that control helps um and um so ideal clients at the moment I haven't really had a full blown not a not a um hospitality job but I've got this office job which which is is a bit of a skew off really from what I have been doing for the last 12 years but I really enjoyed putting that package together because it was my ideas it was me and, and there was nobody over my shoulder going do you really want to do it like that yeah don't you think you should do this yeah, well maybe we shouldn't be using maybe you should be trying to get this this furniture in instead of that furniture and like, do you really want to take that wall out and like yeah it's <laughs> it's um it's mine and i suppose there's a little bit of selfishness in there as well a little bit i suppose it's like there's nothing wrong with that, there is so. a bit of ego in there as well so yeah why not why not yeah. the thing and from what you just said there around that um the freedom and control yes the business but it's also some of it is the i find the freedom and control within how you do something so you be you're able to i don't think getting this right is to put your own stamp on it yeah so you're not constrained by um others you know being in that hierarchical side of the business working for yeah. somebody else is yeah. you can put that your own stamp on it is what i've found um you know the, i mean i'm not i'm not creative i'm uh i don't deem myself to be a creative I'm quite black and white i'm an engineer um quite black and white um but i'm getting better at it um but yeah i could I, I can totally see that from a, the uh from both angles freedom and, and control of having the business and running the business and doing the business but also the freedom and control of what you're actually doing for the client as well yeah um, totally it's um it's sort of liberating i suppose um i've had 12 years of basically implementing somebody somebody else's thoughts yeah um, and this is even though the projects that i've done are just a couple of projects that i've done of my own for for my company um i've only been really little but the the feedback i've got from them has been so positive and yeah. and it's like, oh, okay yeah i i am quite good at what i do um but that always comes as a shock. <laughs> so it's a bit of a shock to me. But yeah, no, you can't. You know, think to me, you can't. You cannot be uh, any other than good at what in your job. If you are twenty five, thirty years into it, not changed, means you love it. Mm. Means you've got something you bought into it, and everything like that. Part of your values and and principles, and within that. And the other side is that the people that you're working with, you know, come away from the the, the project management, the haven style businesses that you were dealing with, but they're still mm -hmm. using you as freelance and everything like that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah. so the, 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 
professionalism, integrity, experience, uh, creative design. All that knowledge. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed that, um, I, and I don't know whether that's the one that you were alluding to, was you'd done a design on the office uh, recently for people working at home. Is... Yeah, that's a, that's a different one. So the, the package that I've just put through together is actual um, an office that is um, for a client. It's just a small five, seven people office. Okay. But the... Um, since the lockdown, and especially in the last three, three weeks or so, I've been like going, there's going to be a lot more people working from home. Yeah. Moving forward, the, it's my feeling that people that have been forced into working from home um, through this period and employees that have had people working from home have gone, we're going to start going, or I've already started to say, okay, um, this is working. This is not as bad. The employers going, this is working. This is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm still getting the productivity out of people. Um, it's, it's better for the environment. They're not commuting. They're, they're, they're getting productive hours. So we're not losing because I used to lose two hours a day getting to the office and back um, in traffic that used to drive me demented. So your mental state is better. <laughs> and, um, and I just think that people are going to be working more on a permanent basis from home. And so where my head's been going with that is that I feel that, um, yes, this has been a, a short short and sharp shock for people and they've been forced into it and they've been working on their dining tables sitting on a dining chair dining chair and haven't really got themselves set up properly with a proper permanent office so i'm trying i'm working around the, a consultation and i'm just a short consultation with people so that they can get themselves set up for something that not only looks better for them to work as a permanent offer from home but um, for it to work to function properly for them to be working safely so ergonomically they've got a proper chair that they're not going to do their back in they've got their computer at the right height second screen if need be need be plenty of storage and things like that so yeah I'm just looking at a consultation where I work with um, with the, whether it's the employee well it would be the employee but um, where employers and HR consultants are probably coming and saying, look, we've got a group of, I don't know, three, four, five, ten, twenty, four hundred, I don't know how many yeah. employees that are now going to be working permanently from home. Can you run through um, their home situation so that we can find better solutions for them? Little video, just going around, what do you need? Where, where do you need it? What have you got already? What sizes are you working with? And then I work up a little 3D model. Uh, 3D model, put some ideas together for possible furniture changes and things. Um, and then a little bit of a report to say, you should be sitting with your eye line, um, screen at eye line, so that you're not head down looking at a laptop and so on and so forth. So it's just, not just a pretty thing, because I've got to be honest, and I've noticed it more since um, I've been working for myself, 
the you say you're in interior design. I think I put a post about this a, a week or so ago. You, you say you're in interior design. I'm going, oh, that's lovely. Your house, which looks lovely. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it looks great for me, but you might not like it. <laughs> yeah. The big part of interior design for me is that a space works for somebody. It's not just how it looks. Um, it's not just an aesthetic. Um, interior designers are there to make spaces work, um, and that. And there's a lot of people don't really don't really get that. No, yeah, I was just going to say to you is is that is I work for home um, quite a bit. Uh, if I'm not here, I'm on site uh, with businesses um, uh, online and that side. The one thing I, I like I said, I'm saying, like I've said to you before, I've got a really, really bad knee. Um, so when I'm sat for a particularly long time, um, when I get up, it takes me a lot to stretch it out a hell of a lot. And <laughs> to be fair, it was it was a conversation with you that got me thinking around it. So I've been you know, I've been in business with TCM UK Limited since twenty twelve. I actually looked at my chair height, and I adjusted my chair height probably around about about ten millimeters. Yeah, and it alleviated the pressure on that knee. So when I get up, I'm okay. Was it so too it, Yeah. It's just and it was just over to like uh, just for my knee because uh, his dad was there and he's gonna, yeah and it was just and I just raised it a little bit so it's just not got the the pressure uh, probably on there it's just at the right point so and that's the thing is that interior design is around that element of mm. making sure that is you know as you say efficient uh, effective it's it's comfortable yeah. it's correct it's not going to get long-term issues you know and, and things like that and yeah people do forget that absolutely totally and it's, it's about the person as well so like, like you've just been saying the health and safety and the comfort of the person but also it's about the space planning of space of the space so that it works efficiently for you so that you're not got files in three different places in the house and, and your printer is in the garage or something. So it makes it usable, makes it more efficient to operate as well. Yeah. And on the, on the um, leisure side, so bars and restaurants, it's, it, it's crucial to sort of gain the layout of a space like that, right? To A, to get as many covers in, which is obviously all up in the air at the moment with what's going on. but um just to maximize covers uh, get your bar in the right place get the kitchen in the right place and the layout in the kitchen right as well and it's just like because it, and again now i'm thinking on the hot now from a, from a um as always because my mind goes a million miles an hour different things different marketing different aspects have because i the thing when i look at this is that we're probably going to get into july and some pubs and restaurants are going to be open now, for me, is I look at this, if there's any one person that I would want to be getting involved with how I apply social distancing rules and the process around that, it's probably an interior designer mm -hmm. to see how these things work. Yeah. Now, am I correct in saying that? Because that, I, I, that's certainly where I would be looking because of... of where I'd be looking as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and that's, They're not. And they're not. <laughs> God, that surprises me. That really surprises me because it is that is 
your hot, the, the interior de- designer has designed that for maximum capacity, for maximum, um, for comfortability, for against for effective, but for profitability. Yeah, uh, I think possibly with because I'm so uh, new a company, so fledgling as it were, I haven't got those links already. Yeah. So I think that if any, if if a say a restaurant is going to um, approach somebody to look at that, they are going to do it with somebody they already know know like and trust so it's um and i haven't got those links yet with people so they're not coming to me specifically but um, what i'm also finding is that because um the leisure and the hospitality have been hit so hard, hard yeah that they're trying to conserve money in a lot of instances and they're just doing it themselves yeah, 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 so yeah, possibly. I've had one app ah, now saying that I've had one interested hotel. Um, that um, the lady said that she'd like me to draw up some because they've been thinking about getting different layouts that they can use, especially with social distancing needs coming in. So I'm just waiting on that. I've, I've got to. Oh, yeah, you see, now you see, you you got my mind going off on a million miles an hour now because I'd be, I'd be there hunting on LinkedIn, prospecting, regardless, uh, putting out, this is the service I'm doing, and I'd be banging in the messages <laughs> out to all the, all the people. Yeah, that, uh, well, and I, I'll, be, I, yeah, we'll have to think about that. But anyway, so, yeah, superb. Now, from that, though, so we've got the consultations and things like that. How do we find you? www. If you want any of that, cginteriordesign.co.uk. Okay, and you can. I'm on um, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Okay, well, what we'll do, <laughs> we I want those links from you anyway because I'm going to put them in there. So anybody that anybody who's listening is interested, I'm the links will be in the in the description of the, the podcast as well anyway. Um, so um, that's uh, that side we sorted. So looking at wrapping these things up then. So a couple of questions. First one, biggest learning curve for you for setting up your business? Social media, marketing. Yeah. Not a clue. Not a clue. I was, I was just pussyfooting around really. And I, I mean, I, Sam, Sam, my partner, she's, She's had her business for four years and she does, she did a bit on social media, but she wasn't really into it either. And it was like, I started trying to do that. And I was like, what the hell am I going to say? <laughs> I'm putting posts on and I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm doing, but um, I'm starting to get, I think I'm starting to get a grip to grips with social media now. Yeah. Um, it's taken me a while. But well, social media, I, I think, is a, is a very difficult one. Well, it's not a very difficult one. I think you, what I've learned uh, and I've gone through with some of the mentors I've had as well is that um, consistency, routine yeah. and consistency. I, I use this. Um, Rob Moore uses routine equals results for some of this time management stuff like that. I use routine and consistency equals results mm-hmm. because with social media, what you can't do is do 10 posts one week and zero the next, then 10, because social media 
will penalize you for it. Yeah. So you've got to be consistency. So that, that, that it, there's two bits of advice for me is that consistency for anybody listening, consistency and routine or routine and consistency. And the other one is the message has got to point to your ideal to the uh, client. So it's got to be on point. Um, and that uh, to, for the main thing uh, is that um, you can get in a whole host, but they're the two things that I would say, you know, routine consistency, message on point to your ideal clients, uh, yeah. knowing your ideal clients. I think I'm definitely getting the consistency better now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say that, seeing it. Um, on, and it's not just posting as well on social media, it's being active on social media. So interacting and commenting and sharing and so on and so forth. I just, yeah. the, the, the graphs, although I don't, I'm not religious looking at the, the analytics of everything, but I, I, it's creeping up I and mean, it just seems to be getting better a little bit at a time every week. So I get a little report and I just look at the snippets. I was like, yeah, okay, that's, that seems to be going in the right direction. So yeah. I mean, I, I will be constantly learning. I would just, on the business side, um, I just feel like a complete newbie and um, out of my depth most of the time. But I just sort of keep paddling away. And I was like, keep going, Sarah, you'll get there. <laughs> keep learning. Absolutely. And, and, and yeah, fundamentally keep learning. Because I, I did a, a blog post. My dad always said to me, when I was a friend, young age before going into apprenticeship um he always said to me you're on your apprenticeship until, until you're 40 years old i think i'm on my apprenticeship forever because i'm to keep learning keep testing and keep because if you want to stay ahead in that business you've got to keep that uh, that um, side the other side of one of my mentors is you know people say you've got to read a lot and this and the other. yeah knowledge is not power Knowledge is potential power. Yeah. You've got to execute it first. I was finding that, um, especially as soon as we locked down, I started, I, I listened to books. I use Audible. Yep. So I listened to books. And um, I was downloading a lot of business, um, business help books and um listening to them one after the other one. And I was like, I was, it was going in and I was going, like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. But I was looking, I was listening to too many. I was, yeah. I was listening to them one after the other and they're all telling me slightly different things. And I'm like, this is not, this is not being, it's, it's not advantageous for me now. I got to saturation point a little bit like I did with the social media. It was noisy. Oh, especially in the first month after lockdown, it was noisy, and I was like, and, and that's part of my brain fart, I think, was <laughs> when I was <laughs> imposter syndrome creeping in. So I've sort of pulled it apart a little bit now, and I've tried to slow down a little bit on the on the business um, advice, reading or listening to, um, and trying to take it in as I'm going along and going back and reading it again and doing that outside. So I've slowed that right now. Yeah. So yeah, I read uh, this weekend, funny enough, uh, which is something that I am actually, actually going to test for, for me personally is that um, one of the, the uh, mental groups that I'm in, um, they said, 
only have your social media now i've got as i'm sat here now i've got a tablet in front of me my pc in front of me my phone to the right hand side of me only have your social media apps on one um one device one device take it take it off everything else one device so you're not bombarded yeah by everything because I've got my phone and my tablet with me, so the, the notifications go off both times, and so you, you know you're picking. And I thought, hmm, an actual fact, I'm actually going to test that yeah. just to see what it would be like. Because we are just bombarded by notifications. Totally, totally. And and to be fair, thinking about now you've said that, I was thinking about it. I it's rare. I'm more on LinkedIn. I do on my laptop. But I don't have it constantly open, so it's I, yeah. I have to go into it to have a look. I've got it on my phone. I've got, and I sometimes go on Facebook on my laptop, but not very often. But so by default, really, I've only had my social media on my phone. Yeah, my phone is always on silent, and if I'm really busy, so like last Thursday and Friday my phone was on the side but it was upside down so i couldn't see any and when i'm really busy i even turn my outlook off so it's closed and there's no notifications coming yeah so i have to zone out of everything completely yeah i would yeah one, i think i've said i think you're attending one of my time management things is turn all notifications off all distractions off because we get that context switching human context yeah. switching effect and it's just something if your phone's there and it's like and you, you, Flashing. You, you, you're constant over your eyes are picking up yeah no, like, lose the train of thought i was bloody terrible i used to pick the phone up when i did the activity sampling on the old time study engineer from me when i did the activity sampling i was losing i bet i was losing uh average would be about two and a half hours a day uh, but I, some days I reckon I could be lost in the world of LinkedIn and news yeah. and because I was going from one to the other and I better, better lose four hours in some aspects. Yeah. That's four hours of productivity gone. Yeah. yeah. I do find LinkedIn in particular sort of sucks my brain out more than Facebook now. I sort of try to ignore Facebook a little bit, but I'll go on to LinkedIn with the idea to put a post up and... And then I just thought, oh, what's everybody else doing? What's going on? And, and then reading messages. And You've lost an hour before you know it. Oh, easily, easily. So quick. So quick. Right, last question then. Um, being a business owner means what to you? I think we've sort of covered this one already. For that it's control freedom and freedom. And control. Yeah. It means that I'm in control of my life, who I work with, what I do, and the freedom to do it when I want to do it. I And the freedom to sit, I mean, I, I, I sort of had this anyway, but most days when the sun's shining, I'm working outside. Yeah. So I'm sitting outside in the garden. If you're in an office, you can't do that. <laughs> No, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. So, thank you very much, Sarah, from SBG Interior Design. Um, it's been a pleasure, me. not a problem at all. See you again.
Thanks for tuning in and remember, success is not final, failure is not fatal, it's the courage to continue that counts.